Hello there, welcome back to Choices to Consequences. Uh, my name's Click, the host. Uh, normally I do a timeline, so when I first, you know, my episodes go in order, so when I got arre- when I first started smoking, when I got arrested in my first jail sentence and how it was and so on and so forth. Uh, I'm going to actually, this is like a side note, a side podcast if you want to call it that. Really just explaining how the C2 program has changed my life. I know I've talked about it, but I've only gone over it briefly. And to tell you the truth, I'm kind of amazed. I really am. I'm kind of amazed how it has fixed me up, basically. So imagine I was a broken machine and they put the parts together and it's actually worked. And I think it's, uh, and I think it is, it is that. So part probation part CGL uh, the haven where I'm staying so and the police obviously the people who run the C2 all of them as a collective together I think they've got the formula right and it just so happens I fit it fits me I'm compatible with it Uh, I'm not trying to belittle anyone or put anyone down but there's people who come on the C2 and uh, they fall off they don't do well they give it another shot and it happens even when I was in jail people used to say to me well click you've been smoking a long time the chances of you staying straight out there are remote by the way if I'm talking like I've got a bit of a lisp I I my bottom teeth are about to fall out so uh, I apologize anyway so when I was in jail and I was coming out once every week once every two weeks to do my interviews with the police to tell them the crimes I've done and things like that. I'm not grassing anyone up, it's about my own crimes. Let's get that straight. Uh, they're called TICs, taken into consideration. So they write them off. Basically, they're giving you a clean slate. But if you commit crime, you will be sentenced for all the things that you admitted. And the final crime, if you want to call it that, that i done was the five ounces of crack that was the one that actually sent me to jail the other things the other shopliftings and commercial burglaries I've been to jail for a lot of them but a lot of them I haven't been to jail for so I cleared my slate and I'm so happy I did you know I don't have to worry about oh what will that come back to bite me will that come back to bite me Uh, thank god it's a clean slate but the C2 how they do the program and how they get it together and it's amazing and the rapport you have with the police officers uh, is great you've got to remember this look the police they've always been the enemy to criminals they're the enemy uh, but they actually helped me and I've known Dave he's the main my, my C2 officer I've known him for years I'm talking he arrested me for a domestic burglary I think 15 odd years ago probably even more than that and uh, every time I was in the cells in the morning he would come and speak to me over the years I'm talking about but back then the C2 was only for people who had done burglaries uh, and I didn't do them mine was shoplifting and maybe a commercial here and there and uh, I, I always wanted to do the C2 I always wanted to give it a go but anyway how they how they treat you you got to remember they've been doing it such a long time uh, they dealt with many personalities, many characters. 
they've dealt with a lot of people so they sort of I think they have a they have a feeling of who's going to do well and who's not they must do uh but they try and help you they try and help help you if, you if you're falling off or not doing well they support you and I can't believe I'm saying this because like I said police have always been known as the enemy to me stay away keep your mouth shut no comment get on with it uh, yeah uh, and so thank you to the C2 team so that would be David Riggs uh, 42 I, I just remember his warrant number don't ask why and then you've got George Mr. Fletcher Bagnall, uh, Rianne, Jenny, I, I get mistaken here, I think it's Jenny, two Jennies and a Gemma, or two Gemmas and a Jenny, uh, she's new but she's great, uh, Rianne, back from Australia, tanned, great, uh, and like I said, they know, uh, they know what they're doing, uh, Andy Peacock, he, when I started my journey, he was there, uh, but good luck to him in his ventures wherever he's going uh, I hope you do well Andy I really do thank you for your support by the way and thanks for everything you've done uh, yeah brilliant I really hope he goes well he's a cool cool guy so anyway so over the time it's been what 9-10 months now and I've been getting on really well with them uh, but you've got to remember this getting on really well with them that doesn't mean you can break the law and they'll be alright about it uh, they're still police they've still got a job to do uh, but like I said they're, they're really supportive I mean I get phone calls from Dave uh, after 4 or 5 o'clock like sometimes in the evening like 7 8 o'clock he'll ring me and he'll you know if I haven't seen him for a day or two if he's been on some uh, visit to the uh, jail I'm suffering to see someone or I haven't seen him for a couple of days he'll always ring me and ask me how you doing how you getting on everything alright do you need anything do you need any help uh, and yeah man great that support there honestly wow and like I said they've dealt with a lot of personalities a lot of characters they know the signs they know the signs if you're doing well you're putting your heart into it or you're just being an idiot uh, of course I know it uh, because this experience has come over the years even I think pre-C2 before they were C2 officers don't forget they're out there they're arresting criminals they're interviewing criminals I think I met George uh, years ago I think he interviewed me he was part of the I think it was called the CIT team they used to do the interviews uh, they weren't the arresting officers but they used to do the interviews and I think I met George then a uh, cool guy really laid back uh, all of them really great and uh, without sounding rude uh, I don't know how this is going to come out they've got women in there so Gemma Jenny Jenny uh, great uh, they do their job great uh, one of them new the other one uh, is back from Australia like I said and really great they're really supportive and it's nice to have that it's nice to have that mix of men and women uh yeah certain things you can go to men for certain things you can go to the women for uh, and I know it's a trick you know what I'm going to say this over the years me getting arrested for some reason I don't know why it is the police officers have got a lot better looking than women uh, I think it's a ploy by the police to uh, get the criminal to be a bit softer because we're all a bit softer around women no matter how staunch you are you, you get a bit softer around women we all do 
so I think that's a trick they do but uh, well done it works <laughs> crack on uh, yeah so like I said I know I'm waffling a bit and uh, forgive me but like I said you've got to you've got to really understand this and really grasp it 28 years of drug abuse I'm talking injecting I'm talking to the point where you can't find a vein anymore and the people who've got addictions will understand what I'm saying the pin as in the syringe is congealing now you've just wasted 20 pounds worth of crack and 10 pounds worth of heroin in a snowball you've got to bin that now it won't come out why because I've been drawing blood back forward back forward you can't get a vein you've got to bin it uh, a lot of us actually skim when it gets like that and you know there's no hope we skin pop it we'll put it into the muscle in our ass and just squeeze it out it does affect you but it's very very slow uh, and gradual you don't get that bang but you will get oh I feel a bit better uh, I was that bad it got so bad honestly a lot of my clothes had I had to bin or not wear them because they had blood stains all, all down the leg from where I'm resting my arm uh i uh like i said my dad left a lot of money and i and i burnt through it like a crazed animal and i'm talking like a nut job uh yeah man listen when your addiction's like that and then all of a sudden you come out and the c2 team uh probation cgl all is a collective help you i honestly cannot believe it and thank you to my counsellor as well Claire Paget, brilliant woman I see her once a week uh, and like I said I cannot believe how it's changed my life how is that even possible actually take a minute to think what I've just said 28 years of drug abuse and I'm talking abuse to being clean first I've got to thank God and then look at that How 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 is that even possible so let me just say this I know a lot of people say, oh, no, police, stay away. No, uh, if you if you talk to them, you're grass, you're grass. Some people have that view. Believe me, I used to have that view. I used to have it in jail. Don't you talk to screws if you do your grass. I mean, you could be asking them for a new kettle, but if you're talking to them, you're grass. Uh, it's just something that's instilled in us. Uh, but the help, if you really want the help, and this is podcast is for people who want to make that step, want to make that sacrifice, but they're thinking, hold on, what do I do? The water's a bit cold, so they dip a toe in and they, oh, no, don't want to do it. You've got to really, honestly, blindfold yourself and jump in with both feet. You've got to give it a try. And honestly, the C2 team, so professional. And look, you just got to think about it. Look, think of me as an advert. 28 years, fixed. Before and after. I've had many tries before, many tries. Uh, yeah, I'm getting clean, mum. Yeah, I'm all right. Honestly, two days in, whoop, mum, get your car keys. Oh, where you going? Just to get some fags. Boom, I'm out. I won't come back for three days. Uh, yeah, things like that. And I've done that so many times. And people out there with addiction, they can relate to this. They've done it so many times. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Anyone who comes, um, where I live in the hostel, people say, oh, I've got an addiction. Uh, I've got an addiction to weed. I look at them and I think, really, weed, really? or people say I've got an addiction to cocaine or hard drugs and then I turn and I said to them how long have you been doing it mate and when some of them go to me a, a year and I'm struggling I think to myself a year I've been on benders longer than a year I swear I shit you not I've been on mad benders 
not a year, but it have lasted months. Uh, I went on a three-month bender and done 62 grand. Yeah, exactly. Uh, allegedly. Sorry, allegedly. Uh, yeah, you, 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 if you want to get better, honestly, C2 team, they fixed me up. I'm so happy. I'm in a good place. I'm confident. And, uh, yeah, thank you to all of them. And I mean that from my heart. Uh, I still don't believe it. I still think, hold on a minute, click, are you really clean? Are you really, Are you? have you made your mind up? You're never going to pipe again? You're never going to inject heroin again? Really? Have you really thought it through? But that is a devil whispering in my ear. I didn't think it through. I'll be honest with you. I did not think anything through. I was sitting in my cell in Wormwood Scrubs. Uh, big shout out to Shane Anderson. I was banged up with him. I've been banged up with him a few times throughout my years and sentences. Great guy. Lovely guy. And, uh, the C2 team came to see me and had an interview, spoke to probation. It was a woman called Katrine back then, lovely woman. She's left now. Uh, yeah, all good. Signed me off. Yep, brilliant. We just got to wait for the judge to do it. I just went through the steps. Uh, I didn't actually sit in this cell thinking, right, you know what? I'm going to get clean now. I'm going to give it a go now. I think that is where people fail. When you start making these big like aspirations in your head like dreams I'm going to give it a go I'm going to get clean when you think like that you're always looking up you're always looking uphill like yes it's a struggle but I can do it automatically you're accepting defeat because you're looking up yes I'm going to do it yes it's there you know what you've got to do you just got to go through the motions do what they say it does what it says on the tin go through the motions go to your groups do your bits tick the boxes dot the i's cross the t's and you know what all of a sudden you'll be like hold on me now i'm three months clean wow really then just keep going just keep going i've said it before consistency is the key so yeah this was just a little side podcast i know it's nothing to do with my timeline or my journey but it was just a way to say thank you to uh all the people involved uh nikki from cgl I hope I get all the names. So that's Nikki from CGL. Thank you very much. I've even known her for years. I knew her back when I was in uh, uh, Hatfield. Uh, yeah, I was a different person then, high as a kite. But yeah, I know, even I've known her. Like I said, Dave, my key worker, uh, police officer, George, Rianne, Jenny, Jenny, Gemma. Is that right? Jenny, Gemma, yes. And uh, congratulations, Lizzie, uh, if you know what I mean and even Ruth from probation and even the Haven I never mentioned the Haven but I have to because they're great and I think that's a key element as well when you come out of jail I think going to live in your own place no you need to be a bit more regimented until you're really really ready for it so I don't mind living in the Haven they've got their rules as in you know no smoking no messing about the doors close at one o'clock you know it keeps you well it really really does uh, living on my own is too much of a big step at the moment uh, even though I'm confident and I'm well I just can't that's something I cannot concentrate on I need to just keep concentrating on myself so yeah thank you to the Haven Thank big thank you to Sue big thank you to Claire Padgett my counsellor uh, and thank you to the whole team honestly thank you to everyone I hope I've mentioned everyone uh, yeah thank god and i really hope i mentioned everyone I'm, honestly i'm talking now but i'm trying to think have i mentioned everyone uh yeah so anyone who's listening to this 
and wants to change their life and wants to do well honestly close your mouth and just go through the motions if anyone out there needs help or needs advice or anything like that to help them to get clean please get at me you can leave it in the, in the comments or you can just get at me in my email or in my bio I think it's called I think that's what it's called uh, or one of the links just give me a question give me your direct link and I will get back to you honestly I really want to help people beat their addiction I didn't think it was possible I really didn't 28 years and now I'm clean thank God and I know this is a cliche but if I can do it anyone can do it honestly if I can do it 28 years I did it wow really so uh, yeah man you can do it just just get up and do it you can do it but get up and do it so like I said this was just a little side note and a thank you to the whole team for everything you've done for me uh, it's a long way to go yet it's a three three and a bit three years three eight three three years six months I think but yeah like I said thank you to everyone brilliant really I'm really in a good place thank you very much to the whole team thank you thank you for listening uh, like I said I know this is a little side podcast nothing to do with anything but this is everything to me the C2 is everything to me so thank you to the whole team thank you